Hi there, and this is Spillin' the Syrup. I'm your host, Ryan, and I'm in Ireland. So today is going to be a chill podcast where I'm just going to be talking to my friend Allison about dating, and I hope you like our chats, and we're just going to take it nice and easy and fun. And I just want to say before we start, thanks, Allison, for picking me up from the airport so I didn't have to hitchhike back to the house. That's no problem. Even if I definitely totally missed the exit home and brought us the wrong way, we made it here. Yes, and I'm so glad and I'm so happy. And I want to talk about dating. So I want to ask you first, it's very interesting because now online dating is becoming more video-based. And some people say this is the future where we're going to just have video profiles instead of like Tinder profiles, it's going to be more like interactive, I guess. What do you think about that? I'd probably prefer it because I feel like if you do that, you're less chance to be catfished because you've obviously now seen a video of them and you've talked to them. So you might feel more comfortable meeting up in the future if you just kind of got on because you can hide a lot by text and it's also very hard to take someone's tone, a voice or how they mean things by text. So at least this way, it might be comfortable to get to, get to know each other better, but also get an understanding and a vibe of each other. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like I talked about this a little bit with my guests on the relationships episode, on the grinder episode, and now this episode. And the reoccurring theme is that you can't really know someone's vibe until you meet them in person because it can be completely different from how you perceive them just being online. Yeah, it's true, though, because you can lie online. The whole point is that anybody can be anybody. So everyone kind of pretends to be this best person, the best part of themselves. But it's very hard to do that online, video calling or in person because you're going to slip up. You can't edit what you say once you've said it. Okay, so I went on a date with a guy once and we went to Neb's Fun World, which is like a bowling alley. And it was after work, and I guess I was feeling kind of tired because I had worked. I don't know if, like, going on a date after work is a good idea. It was just really awkward because he was like, you don't seem like you want to be here. You should be more happy in my presence. And I feel like that was really just rude. And we ended up taking an Uber back, like, leaving the place, and he was talking to the Uber driver about, like, political, his political beliefs, and I just didn't really care for the conversation, and I just feel like that was probably a bit of a horror story, because I was really sad at the end of it. I think the whole point is, again, when you're dating someone, you're meant to be the best version of yourself at the start, so fair enough, you're like, okay, I was a bit tired, sorry, but to be, like, how entitled of, in my presence, going, be a bit more understanding, we all work, we all know we're tired, So just take it easy, relax, get something to eat, just banter away a bit and then see how it goes. To then be like, well, he doesn't be seem disinterested in this amazing person I apparently am. I'll talk to the taxi driver or Uber driver instead is very much like he kind of shut you out in the cold from one moment where you didn't seem yourself. Yeah. Everyone can kind of have a moment, even if it's an air of something, you kind of just go on and try match each other's level to just be like, well, whatever. It's so rude. I'm so not okay with that. Well, thank you for validating that. That's no problem. (laughs) You don't use dating apps right now. No, I'm that person who's like, I will use a dating app and then something happens to me and something weird always happens to me. And I'm like, never again. And I delete it. And then a couple of months later, I'm like, I wonder why I deleted that. And then I will be reminded again. But no, I tend not to use them. I try not to use them. What kind of experiences have you had recently? 
one that got me the most was you know the way obviously on your day profile you put up your photos and you have a little bio about yourself mine said your normal run-of-the-mill things little funny jokes trying to be funny well this kind of thing and then Mine said that I like getting tattoos, piercings, I like certain things. And in my photo, I had kind of pinky purple hair at the time. Dyed purple hair, whatever. Nice. So I was like, that's fine. We matched. We'd been chatting for ages. I at least wait at least three weeks of talking to someone before I'll actually go out to someone. Which people think is weird, but I'm like, whatever. Just try to get a feel for people. And again, it doesn't always work. Because when we went out, he's like oh, do you want me to collect you? I was like, oh, if you want, that's fine. He collected me. He spent the whole time talking about how much the petrol was and how annoyed he was. He had to spend so much petrol for this date. And I was like, oh, do you want half? He was like, no, it doesn't matter. I was like, okay, then. He was like, where do you want to go for food? I think I said Eddie Rockets. He looped around, drove to like the local supermarket and parked in the car park going, yeah, I just don't feel really hungry at the minute. I was like, oh, okay, then. So he's like, we were just kind of chatting. He goes, I wouldn't know where because we were saying something. Now he's seen my tattoo on my arm or something. He goes, do you really think all them pairs and tattoos and that hair colour makes you stand out? Because I think it just makes you the most average person out there. You're just trying too hard to be different. You're no different than anybody else. You're playing. I was like, oh, all right then. I was like, I don't really know what to say to this. Yeah, that's first of all, that's such a turnoff that he's going on about how much the gas is when it's trying to make a good first impression on a date. Like, it's like, no. And also, that's super rude and super judgmental. And why are you going to go on a date with someone if you're going to judge them? He saw your photos and you're a catch. You'd be so good for any guy would be lucky to have you. So, no, you don't deserve that. So, no. Thank you for saying that. But it is one of those things that, like I said, I waited a certain amount of time. You've seen how I look. You've seen what I like. Yeah. Why still match with someone? Spend weeks talking to them. That's why it's kind of like online is too fake. He clearly had an issue with it. Yeah. But just decided to go along with it anyway for God knows what reason. And I'm usually one of those people, if someone says something, I'm like, I don't really care what you think. But now I'm in this situation where I'm trapped in a car in the middle of, not in the middle of nowhere, but I'm nowhere near where I lived. I was like, I, yeah, sure. Because I was like, I don't know how he's going to react. It's kind of like, also, I don't know how to go about this. So at least if you're like video calling first, you're like, this guy's a lunatic. There's no way. Yeah. <laughs> you're not trapped at home. Oh, my internet's gone down. Turn the computer off and walk away. But I text him, oh, sorry about that. The internet's gone. <laughs> and be like, never speak to again and hit the block button. Yeah, you can like filter them. Like you can screen them a little bit more. Is that the problem with like meeting people online is that they feel like when they meet you, it's they have more of a right to be mean. Am I just associating that with something online or is that not a thing? No, because weirdly, I do think that people who, not all of them, because obviously like some people, like I know people who are happily married with kids who met online and I think it's amazing. But then there's also people who are like, oh, but like, you were online dating. I'm like, how else do you think I met you? Yeah. So I think they have this whole thing on what's wrong with this person that they're online dating. There must be something wrong with them. And I'm like, but that's what you're doing. But for some reason, they don't think of themselves that way. Whether you meet in person or whether you meet on a dating app, sometimes the quality is the same. It makes no difference in the end. Like they could be just as shitty to you even if you met them first time at a bar. I'm not even ashamed to say that I met Owen on Tinder. Whereas like before, like when we first 
did meet on Tinder, I wouldn't really advertise that to everybody, the association with Tinder. But now I'm like, who cares? I think the problem is like, I know people who used to lie and be like, oh, we say we met here. And half of us know the truth. We're like, she's lying, don't mind her. And then the other people are like, oh yeah, whatever, we met online. But then you don't lie for yourself. You lie because other people then go, oh, the only met online, their relationship isn't real. And I don't know where people got that idea from. I think it's from this like whole generation of like, it's a hookup thing. Yes. Branded as this one thing because some people use it for that and it took away from it. So we're kind of like, oh, we better not say that. But when I say everything online from before, like how meeting people online, I was going through Tinder and I seen someone I know from childhood online and I was like, oh my God, haven't talked to this guy in years, I'll match with him, see how he's getting on. We know each other since we were absolute babies, that was fine. He was chatting away to me, I was like, hey, what's the crack? And we were chatting, chatting and he said, saying some things and I was like, I'm sorry, do you not know who I am? And he was like, oh my God, Alison, it's you. I was like, were you actually trying to date me? He was trying to ask me out and set up a hookup or whatever he wanted because it was a bit blurry. We didn't know which way he was going. Yeah. He goes, oh, I didn't realise it was you. I was like, I haven't changed. You've seen me as an adult in passing. Yeah. I was like, you literally didn't even look at my photos. You just went in by the third message being like, here we go. You're swiping. That's why like, I think it's better face face because he was not paying attention to who I was. Like, you know me. You know me for years and just wasn't paying enough attention. It was just... Oh, I matched with someone. Better get stuck in there. Yeah, you're doing it mindlessly. It's like, I think you need to be more present. And then was really offended when I still said no. The things he said to me was vile. Really? Where to God, like, no since we were kids and drifted away because he moved away. And I bumped into a nightclub years later. When I went up to say hi to him, he was like, oh my God, can't believe you're here. I haven't seen it in so long. The usual. And then he goes, what are you doing here? And at the time I was like, oh, I'm here for a 21st with my boyfriend. And he was like, again, I don't know where this idea comes from. He goes, oh, you have a boyfriend. What are you doing over here talking to a group of lads? I was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, look, he's drunk, whatever. I walked away. So I was like, that kind of left a bad sarah now. So I was like, when I seen him, I was like, that's fine, whatever. We'll reconnect. Maybe he was just drunk that night. So when we got talking back and I said, oh no, he goes, why are you even on Tinder if you don't want to date someone? I was like, oh no, I want to date someone. I don't want to date you. We are friends. And he's like, that's the most ridiculous thing ever. You're nothing but a tease. How dare you? Look at what pictures you put up of yourself. You're clearly out here to try and meet someone. As soon as a nice guy, he branded himself this. I would not have branded him this. Not at all. How dare you? And you're actually turning someone down. No wonder you don't meet people. You must think you're so much better than everyone. I was like, all I said was, hi, nice meeting you. It's been a while. Like, good God. But it was one of those things. Like that from earlier. He's so entitled to think like, oh, you matched with me so you would now owe me this date or this whatever I want. I was like, I only want to say hi to a friend. So I just blocked him again. That's the one thing, you can block people. Yeah, sometimes that just ends it. But you're allowed to talk with a group of lads, even if you were in a relationship. That doesn't mean you're trying to date them or hook up with them. Talk to this a lot to my friends. It's this whole thing. This is where dating gets confusing because... When you go into a nightclub or a bar or anywhere and you're standing there ordering a drink, if some guy talks to you and you're like, oh yeah, whatever, you finish talking. Apparently, according to some men, you speak back, it means you're interested in them. If you don't speak back, excuse the language, but you're a stuck-up bitch. That's what it is. Real talk. When you're starting to date someone, they're like, why are you over there talking to him? Because that means you're interested. I was like... He asked me what the score of the match was in the football. He asked me, like, could I get this? He asked me to pass him a straw. Like, no one walks up going, hi, I want to have sex with you. No one does that. We'd all walk away from that person. Great point. You say something 
completely neutral. So you answer back and it's this whole thing now of dating going, well, we're all here, we're all single. And a few people don't actually care if they're single or not. But they come in with this whole, you owe me because now you've spoke back because I've wasted my time in you. What do you mean you wasted your time going, well, I put an effort into with you tonight. So you have to because I didn't talk to any other girl. <laughs> that was your own fault. Wow. You're being nice to somebody and just having a conversation and you don't owe him anything. And I think that's definitely rooted in some misogynistic aspects of our culture that are just so deep rooted in this idea that, and I'm sure this has come up in past episodes, of men not being able to take rejection or perceived rejection. No, but even like that, like I've been... And it was actually kind of scary, like it was fine because I was in my local pub, but I'd gone down one Christmas, hadn't seen my friend in a while, so we're like, right, we'll go down the pub, we'll have a few drinks. And when I walked in the door, he spot a group of lads he knew. I hadn't a clue who they were. I've lived in the same area my whole life and I don't know who anybody is. I'm very bad. But we were going through and this fella goes, will you dance with me? I was like, I'm sober. He's like, please, I just want to dance. <laughs> and this is when we could listen to live music and have fun. So I got up, we started dancing, so he bought me a drink to say thanks. And I was like, are you sure now? Are you sure? And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Because again, I don't know this person. He goes, your boyfriend and you're real cute together. I was like, oh, that's not my boyfriend. Purely because we're best friends. I don't need people thinking I'm dating my best friend. Yeah. So I wasn't clarifying to be like, oh no, I'm single. I just said, he's not my boyfriend. I didn't clarify single or taken. It just wasn't with him. So I walked off, I was sitting down and he came up and goes, thanks so much for the dance earlier. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, no problem. And he started putting his arm around my back, but I had like a crop top on. And then he started putting my hand up, his arms up my top. And when I went like to pull back, being like, oh, no, no, no. He goes, oh, come here, sorry. And when he leaned in, he tried to kiss me. So I turned my head and he was like, I wanted to kiss you. And I was like, I know, but I didn't want to kiss you. Look, I'm only down here to have a conversation with my friend. He goes, yeah, that's not your boyfriend. I was like, I know, it's my, like one of my best friends. He goes, so kiss me. I was like, no, I really don't want it. So he ripped the drink out of my hand and going oh my god and then he was over in the corner with his group of friends going to see her over there to see her and i could hear him like giving out and cursing me out and saying a lot of stuff i was like oh here we go he started trying to like fight my friend for defending me and i actually had to text someone else going you need to get down to this pub like i think there's going to be a fight now luckily there wasn't that like one of his friends had the smarts to be like leave the girl alone yeah but other than that like when I say get in my friend's face, ready to start a fight, all because I said, I just don't want to kiss you tonight. I just want to talk to my friend. And that was all I'd said. Yeah. And he had already crossed a boundary by putting his hands on you. He's already reading the signs all wrong, trying to make a move. And that is not cool at all. So what did you do after that? Weirdly, his friend sent him home and they invited me over with my alcohol, no one bought me another drink. No, but we went over and we sat down and they were chatting away going, we're so sorry about him. I was like, oh no, it's fine. And they tried to like make sure I was okay and that I got home okay. And then I only realized, again, like I said, I don't know anybody. He lives around the corner from me. Yeah. Like he literally lives a two minute walk from my house. And anytime I bump into him, he now looks at me and is kind of like, oh no. And I just ignore him and pretend that never happened. Because I just don't want any like fallout from it. It's like, what's happened happened. You need to put it in the past. But I was like, if you've ever been in, you have been in my local. Yes, I have. The people there are like 60 plus. The fact that you bump into someone your age is a miracle. You're just like, oh my God, this is going to be so much fun. It wasn't that night. But like, 
It's usually such a quiet spot. That's why we picked it. So it's not a place you go to hook up with anyone or even ask for a date. You go because you want to have a drink and talk to nobody but your friends. And I was like, I, we chose wrong tonight. We chose wrong. Yeah. Can I say it's a bit of an old man's pub? Oh, yeah. That's why I love it. <laughs> yeah, I love it too. But that's completely a projection of his own insecurities. And that is not okay to put you in that situation. And he should feel awkward about it because you didn't do anything wrong. No, but that's the thing. It's like people are like, how do you meet people other than online? Like I met that guy in person. I don't know if he wanted to date or not. Either way, he went about it the wrong way if it wanted to hook up or date. Yeah. Like you don't know in person. It's hard to meet someone because you don't know why they want to go. You talk back. They think you're yours for the night. You don't talk back. You're the stoke up person. You talk in any way or reject them in any way. You're a problem. Instead of going, okay, how about... I take your number, I'll give you a text, have fun tonight, and I'll see how things are tomorrow. I probably would have said yes then. He was a nice enough guy up until that point. Yeah. Like, everything is so weird. Whereas if you meet online dating, you're apparently meant to at least pretend you're dating. Again, you don't know. Everything is so blurred now. You don't know what... Because people tell you they want to date, but they don't. Yes, that's true. Everything is blurred in person and thing. At least video call is effort. If they put that effort into a few video calls, you might actually get a proper date because they can technically be cast as a date i suppose yeah but that's so fair and reasonable yeah you have to put an effort into getting to know someone you actually have to and something to talk about other than just sex that's only one aspect of compatibility when it comes to relationship and for some people like i'm sure asexual people that's even a different conversation altogether my favorite is when they really try for about three messages and then it's some weird sexual comment and i'm like where we not just talking about football or sport or something because usually I have a football jersey on in one of my photos so usually lads will try talking about that and it starts off funny and that's why I put it in because sometimes it's a conversation starter and then out of nowhere it's just this weird sexual comment and I'm like oh you're one of those I was like oh, I think I'm just gonna leave it here and then they got all mad like what are you doing on here anyway I was like it's a dating app what do you think I'm doing here other times I've had conversations and some fella said, I'm only of a relationship, I don't know what I want. So me and him talked about it. He realised he only wanted USC help for hookups. I want to use it for dating. So we just parted ways and it was perfectly fine. I was like, you do whatever you want to do. I don't want to be a part of that. I'm sorry. He said, I didn't mean to lead you on. That was no problem. And we literally parted yeah. ways and it was fine. Wished him the best of luck with his life. He was a good looking guy. He could have got a few people. Help, he's happy. Like, that's fine. You don't always match up. No. Matching on a photo does not mean you match up in person. That's true. Yeah, you were just looking for two different things. You're just on two different paths. And I think even if you meet in person and you go on a few dates, it's still very new. Like that first like month or two, especially like even if you do decide to start dating someone or it gets to that, like it's still all very new. You can't possibly know someone in just a few months. It's impossible. Like, there's still things to find out about people. Yeah. Like, after, like, six months, after a year, Mm -hmm. things happen in a space of time that changes things. Like, people put this, like, timeline on dating, I suppose, and they're like, after a month, we should be this. After two months, this. If we're not together in a relationship by this time, we're doing something wrong, I'll walk away. Going, okay, but your timeline, nobody has the same one. So it might match up with the person I'm dating, or mine and his might match up different to how my friend done it. But everyone has weird timelines for everything in life now. And it's like, just go be happy. As long as you and him are having fun, just go with it. Roll with it till either you continue the fun for the rest of your life and the happily ever afters. Or 
till you're like, do you know what? I'm going to call it quits. Part ways and wish the best for each other and go do your own life again. Be fine. Yeah, that's so well said. But also I feel like just enjoy the beginning. Enjoy the honeymoon phase, but enjoy that first stage of your relationship where it's all new because you're never going to get that back. And I find like things only get more complicated over time. I guess naturally as you build a relationship, you end up, you you know, you get, you buy a place together or you buy things together or you go on trips or you do whatever. So your lives become more intertwined as you know each other. But when you're new, it's kind of like it's new and you don't have to put that pressure on yourself. So just slow down. Yeah, but also everything, when you start dating some, everything's your first. Yes. That's what's exciting. Exactly. Everyone rushes past the first part. And then, oddly, like six, seven months or a year down the line, they're like, oh, do you remember back when? Like, remember it instead of actually living it. Yeah. That's the problem. Like, everyone's rushing past this. Like, the worst thing and the best thing is meeting the parents. We all know when you get to that point, you're like, oh, damn, this is serious moment. And it's the most nerve-wracking thing ever. But it's also so exciting. And you're trying to be like, you're trying to pretend you're this lovely girl that's just like the sweetest thing that's ever happened. When really, <laughs> and I am no, but you then, are like obviously, like you're just trying to make a good impression. Yeah. So there's like you're still hitting all these milestones that even after a month, and people are like, "Oh, do you think we should be this way?" There's still so many more to go that people already are like questioning themselves because it hasn't got to a certain point. Every first is so important, and it's so much fun and exciting. Just rushing them freaks me out. I'm like, I oh, just enjoy it. Yeah. That's the point. Well, I feel like you're so you're such an empathetic person and caring person that like the parents are going to love you. But I just want to talk about this a little bit in terms of do you feel there's a difference between Canadians meeting the parents and Irish people meeting the parents? Because when I met Owen's parents, I feel like I felt the pressure to make a good first impression. But like as a Canadian, it's very like, oh, you have to be like proper. I don't know. Just just this weird sort of like. I feel like now we know each other better and we are able to just like talk about more things because we're more comfortable. Well, I feel more comfortable because like we've been together for a few years now. So it's like, you know them, you've yeah. built a relationship. Like, So I think as well, like, and again, the stereotype of Canadians are also nice. I'll yeah. be honest, the yeah. first time I met the parents, the first parent I ever met, I'd been out the night before. (laughs) 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 I was very hungover. I think that's one of the Irish ways. We usually are like, and that's everything, not just meeting the parents. We're like, judge courage. We'll get a drink into us. I don't think Canadians do that. We literally, anything, we're like, oh my God, I have to do something that's somewhat inconvenienced or scary. I'll have a drink to make sure it's okay. And I know plenty of people who do this. Yeah, exactly. No, I actually think it's a better way, to be honest. Like, you don't need to hold back. You should just be yourself. Don't overthink what you want to say or think what somebody else wants to hear. Like, It's true, but, like, the parents are going to like it or they're not. So walking in, pretend to be this oh-so-lovely person, even if you are, but you have to be yourself still. So, like, you can walk in with this whole fake idea of the yes, please, thank yous, and... Obviously, you should be polite. Manners, but you're yeah. Afraid to move, and you're not doing this and the other. Well, I'm not being funny like that. A couple of years later, you're not still going to be like that. So yeah. it's best to just go in as relaxed as possible, anyway. But I do feel like the Irish are 
maybe I'm just wrong, but like I think the Irish way of going in, even the parents, we're real. Oh, for God's sake, we just be like that. Just calm down. We've, yeah. We're very much, air quote, don't be shy, you're not in your grannies. And I still don't really get what that means. <laughs> for, even if you're Irish, we don't really get what that means. It's one of those things like we like when people are just average. Yeah. For some reason, we're like, be average. So we're used to that going into meeting the parents. Whereas I feel like you're all so nice in the best possible way. So you're like, oh my God, it has to be this way. And yeah. The Irish are like, nah, be a mess. Be a bit of a weirdo. It's grand. Yeah, I think it's Canadian, more formal. Irish comes across, I think, as more authentic. So I'm going to go with they have the slight edge on that one there. So point to the Irish. (laughs) (laughs) We don't get many. (laughs) Would you consider ever going on a dating show? Okay, so I actually did apply for First States Ireland. The only reason I didn't get picked was because they couldn't find a guy in the time frame so they would have had to give me time to book off work obviously and they wanted to give me like two days notice and I was like well I can't do that with my job because first day I'm just filmed as something stupid like 11 o'clock in the morning but that'd be right in the middle of my work shift so the only reason I couldn't go was they couldn't give me enough notice because there wasn't enough palace that applied but yeah oh wow that's amazing. Oh my gosh, I want you to do it because I, first of all, I love first dates. Owen and I watched first dates probably around our f- actual first dates. And I just, I didn't so even, fun. I didn't, yeah, I never even heard of the show before then, but I loved it. So I think you would be great on that. And we're just going to have to find you a date outside of that, I guess. We do. It's yeah. been a while. <laughs> I still kind of have that like, fear i suppose it's one of those things well because i'm not actually online dating them the only time i meet people is when i'm out and about and my problem is i'm usually having too much fun and someone's trying to talk to me i'm like yeah no problem and i'm oblivious to the fact that they want me to go off and do something i'm off doing shots in the corner with my friends and i'm like i was like you do know that's what he wanted i was like oh and it's not like one of those i'm oblivious because I'm oblivious to people flirting or wanting to whatever. I'm just having so much fun. I'm not physically paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> so I need to like, I need someone to like stop me and be like, you need to do this, Alison. Maybe one day. Yeah. No, nothing wrong with that. I think that's the way to be. But I'm so glad that Owen has such a good friend like you. I think that's extremely valuable or I guess invaluable or I don't know what I'm trying to say. I don't know how these <laughs> phrases work. I always use them wrong or make Same. some weird word. I blend it together. And I'm yeah. like, you get me. It's fine. And I can't believe that this episode is almost done because it just flew by. It did. And I was so nervous at the start. <laughs> <laughs> That's completely normal. I say that to everybody. I get nervous too. It's kind of like, you know, it's recording. But... I'm going to say, no, I was going to put out like a casting call for like men for Allison, <laughs> but I'm not going to do that. Oh, my Instagram handle. That. Is that what they're called? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on private anyway. We can put it out there. <laughs> okay, cool. We'll, we'll drop it. But also, if you have a dating story that's gone bad, like one of the ones that we shared in our episode, feel free to send it to me and I will put it on the Spill in the Syrup Instagram story. Oh, yes. Please say I'm not on my own. <laughs> Please tell me there's other ones out there that have misfortunes too. Make me feel better. Exactly. And yeah, me too. <laughs> We're all in this together. <laughs> Allison, thanks so much for being on Spill in the Syrup, even though I kind of forced you. 
That's no problem. (laughs) Sure, look, we had a bit of a laugh anyway. Oh, we sure did. Yeah. And stay tuned for your episode coming next week when I won't be in Ireland and I'll be back in Toronto. Thanks so much for listening. And please, if you like this episode, follow the podcast on Spotify or your favorite podcasting platform where you listen to podcasts. All right. Goodbye.